places, places, please. Welcome to Valley Stage Notes, all things theatre in the Valley. I'm Kevin Julian with my co-hosts, Marna McClendon and Keith McClendon. Well, I'm really looking forward to today. I love being in Starlight Community Theatre, but with Dan Ashlock, and he's been a presence for me in the beginning of community theatre since I've lived in Phoenix. So it's special for me. Yeah, and I think it's nice to get the perspective of a director. Oh, yeah. It's a very important job with lots of responsibility. Yeah. Dan is a special guy. He is a director. He's also an actor, and he does both so well. He makes it look easy. (laughs) He's a terrific guy, and I'm glad he uh, had the time to talk with us today. Welcome to another episode of Valley Stage Notes, and we're delighted to be at the Starlight Community Theatre. And this time I get to interview a good friend of mine, Dan Ashlock Jr. And Dan has been involved with Starlight Community Theatre for a number of years. I believe now you've acted, you've directed, and you are the artistic director here at Starlight Community Theatre, right? Correct. And thanks for letting us come on site because this is fun to be right here. Absolutely. So what I wanted to talk about this time, Dan, with you is you're a director, so you do casting and you do auditions. But I'm thinking as director, you're already thinking about the play way in advance of of really beginning. And so you're thinking probably casting before auditions, right? You're, you're, You're thinking about who you want in certain roles, the type of actor. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, as directors, we often get um, accused of pre-casting our shows, like knowing that we're going to put this person in a, oh, in a role. Okay. And I really try hard not to do that. But at the same time, when I'm reading the show over and over again and trying to figure out how I might stage it, there's certain um, characteristics that I'm looking for. You know, do right. I really need a strong dancer in a role? Do I really mm-hmm. need somebody who can crawl around on the floor in a role? Do I need somebody who's not afraid of heights in a role? Um, do I need a character actress who can do an Irish accent? You know, whatever it might be, those are the kinds of things that I think about long before we ever get to auditions so that I can have my list of, of like minimum must have, yes, right? minimum requirements right. and must haves, yeah. like, and everything in between. Okay. You know, and there's always like, it would be icing on the cake. Like recently I directed Xanadu. Right, right. That has roller skating in it. Oh. <laughs> and on Broadway, everybody roller skated. Yeah. In this small theater, I knew we weren't going to have everybody roller skate, but I wanted at least the two leads to roller skate and hopefully a few more. I had no idea if people would show up at auditions being able to roller skate. Yeah, some and people perhaps could not do that, right? Yes, <laughs> I could not do that. But a couple of the people who wanted to be the lead actress showed up and they wore roller skates during the audition, which made my day. Okay, that's a great example of 
what might you be looking in an audition for? I mean, those people came to the table, came to this, came to the stage ready, knowing some of what you might want by yes. doing their homework. Absolutely. So what are you looking for? And as an actor, having been an actor, what are you looking for in auditions? So one of the things that I always look for in auditions, even whether it's a musical or a play, is that people have confidence in themselves or have, um, it's not that they're so concerned about themselves that that it comes across negative, but that when they're asked to do a scene or sing a song or whatever it is, that they get up with confidence and they do their best. As a director, I have really very little patience for people who come to auditions who are very timid and shy and, and have no confidence in themselves. I like the people that are timid and shy, but show that they can persevere and do their best. As a director, when you are doing auditions, I, I noticed in my research, you have a, a master's in counseling, as well as in your undergraduate, it was communication and theater. So with that kind of background and having the experience, how do you provide the optimum situation in an audition so that anyone that is coming to you and auditioning can get to that point that you see their capability and what they're going to bring to the role. How do you, as a director, with the experiences you've had, provide the best atmosphere, the best experience, so that any potential actor is able to show you what they really have to offer? Well, one of the things that I pride myself on in auditions is trying to create a positive and a happy environment. Yeah. I don't want auditioners to be as frightened or scared of what's going to happen. I want them to embrace the experience, have fun at the experience. Many times over the years, people have responded, like I send them an email or a note saying, oh, sorry, I didn't have anything for you this time. And they're like, oh, it's it's no problem. I had oh. so much fun at that audition. Oh, that's great. Like, I right. really want to keep trying this. I'm right. like, you go for it. Like, that's what should happen. That encouragement that you yes. have. Come back, um, try again. Yes. Yeah. And, and so the harder part is when you're directing a musical, you have a choreographer and a music director, and they have to be in sync with you if, if you want to create that positive environment. So... I try to work with my folks beforehand to, okay, let's create this environment of positivity. Because there's there are certain choreographers that are like drill sergeants <laughs> at auditions. Maybe they need to be at times, right? <laughs> yes, but I'm like, I'm not interested right. in that. Like, let's yeah. let's create a family atmosphere here or or what. And I've auditioned for direct, other directors that they they like they're poker face. They like they never they never applaud when you perform. They never smile when you perform. They just feel like a grumpy old man or a, a grumpy woman, and they barely even say thank you. But that's just not my style. So I guess you appreciate that you've been with different directors, different actors, and you're trying to bring the best of everything that you have seen to the role. 
Yes. How would you encourage, what advice would you give to kind of newbies that, that say, gee, I'm really interested. Maybe they didn't do theater in high school. Now they're adults. And they're like, you know, I kind of want to try. What, what would you say to them? A few things. First is do your homework. Like oh, good know, point. Know yeah. what show you're auditioning for. Yeah. Be realistic with yourself. If you're auditioning for The Odd Couple and all the characters are like, older than 30 and you're 17, well, unless it's a teen production, you're probably not gonna get a part. Right. Or vice versa, if you're a 60-year-old woman, you're probably not gonna get the ingenue in a musical. That's just probably not gonna happen. Um, unless it's- That's such a letdown, Dan. <laughs> but I appreciate the advice. So if you're honest with yourself when you go and audition, yeah. um, you're not, you don't create these other, um, parameters on yourself that uh, put pressure on you. Um, and I think the other piece of advice I would give an, uh, a newbie on auditions is there is no such thing as too much preparation. If you're singing a song, sing it everywhere you go oh. as often as you can, okay. both with music, without music. You never know exactly what the situation is going to be. So they might tell you that we have an accompanist that's going to play your music. Well, maybe the accompanist is sick, and so you have to do an acapella. If you've never practiced that, that might throw you for a loop. Um, so you have to you have to anticipate different scenarios to do your best job as a performer in the audition. That's really important advice, and also I guess during a production, things can go wrong. So the more so you are able to pivot mm -hmm. and think quickly. And that's only part of the practice then in an audition. That's really good. Mm -hmm. um, I get to always ask the last question, which I enjoy, which is, I want another from you most memorable experience in the theater. Um, I will say that my most memorable experience, one of my most memorable experiences as a director in the theater came from the first production that I directed in community theater. I directed a few shows in college, but that mm -hmm. was always for a right. class. Um, it was in Maryland, and it was a production of Godspell with Ooh. a whole teen cast. And I've always loved that show, but we had so much fun. Half of the kids in the cast had never been in a musical before. You know, so just to, to try to harness the light inside them and to to help them experience the magic of theater was was just overwhelmingly positive. What a beautiful way to express that and also that you were able to see their growth. Um, Absolutely. Because they were so new. That's a beautiful way. I love how you expressed it. And I've been just so pleased that I got to do this interview with you, Dan, because we do go back a little bit. I seem to remember snuggling up in a corner at the Kit Kat Club and Cabaret with you. Absolutely. So um, it's great to have some shared experiences, but so fantastic. And thank you for taking the time to be part of our podcast. You're very welcome. And we are in Starlight Community Theater. Mm -hmm. So do you want to talk about the first show or two of the season? Sure. We had um, our opening show of the season was a comedy called Captain Fantastic, which had a teen cast. It's written for teenagers. It takes place in a high school. 
and the lead character loves comic books. Very successful. Um, right. Did you relate to that? Um, no, I, I'm not a big comic book okay, fan. Okay, okay, just I, I, I appreciated what they did, but right. I couldn't like exactly relate. Then we're doing James and the Giant Peach, November 8th through the 17th. Um, and we're sitting in their beautiful set right it now. It is beautiful. The listeners can't can't decide, but like I'm overwhelmed by how beautiful this peach turned out. Um, because some productions of James and Giant Peach have horrible peaches. Okay. <laughs> so you, it's a good peach production. I think so. It's, it's also a youthful production. It right? is. It's this a youth is, production. Okay. So the cast is like age four to age wow. fifteen or so, and. It's really designed to be a, a experience for all ages. How do um, we get tickets? How can people get tickets for that the show? The easiest way to get tickets for any of our shows is um, go to our website, um, Starlight Community Theater, all one word, okay. dot com, and there is a ticket link at the top of the page um, that'll take you to our, our ticket site. Well, thank you, Dan. This has been terrific. Okay, so this was really interesting having Dan. I think that was important for several of us. I know I auditioned for Dan once uh, for Pajama Game. It was a fun show. What I remember most was Dan is a very serious director. He's no nonsense, but he is the mm -hmm. friendliest guy. He knows how to get what he wants from his actors. And I enjoyed the experience, and I would do it again. Well, I thought what was insightful for us then was to hear what Dan wanted to see in an audition, how to prepare for it, and that you should prepare in all ways possible with music, without music, you know, be ready for anything. Yeah, and he sounds like a director that's great to work for. Yeah. And I was taken by his advice to anyone out there who might have dreams of being in theater who've never taken the plunge to just, just go for it and to do it. I think oh, yeah. that's a very beautiful thing. Yeah, local theaters are always looking for talent, and there is a lot of talent in the Valley. There's probably a lot of undiscovered talent. Yeah. So as Dan said, go for it. You may be great. <laughs> Very good. That was the episode that was. Tune in next week for another episode of Valley Stage Notes.